You've been lied to, but you don't know how. You've searched, you've struggled, you've cried out. You want the truth, but where is it? You've wandered, you've fought, you've strived, and you have not been satisfied. What is truth? Where is truth? Who is truth? The kingdom of God. Mind control. The last days. Higher dimensions. Unity. The power of faith. Discovering the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. God has promised that he will hide us under his feathers and under his wings we will trust. His truth shall be our shield and our buckler. Discovering the Truth with Dan Devon is the premier program that is designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program is designed to show you how to become more than you have ever imagined through the power of truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And now, prepare for your host, Dan Duvall. You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. This program is designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program is a production of Bride Ministries, and you can find us at www.bridemovement.com. I'm not going to take too long on the announcements today, because we have so much to talk about in the program itself, but... Just a few updates on those things that are really, really relevant right now. Uh, one, we have remained on track to keep April 1st as a target date for the launch of our prototype of the internet-based ministry service. We are really, really pressing into this thing. And guys, we're really stretching our faith. And from the beginning, I've said, this is a statement of intent. It's going up. We're going to do it. There is a cost attached to it. God's paid it. Do we have it in the natural? No. I don't really care about that, though. All I care about is what God said. And so we are moving full steam ahead. We have all this equipment now. We're going to begin recording both the worship element of it, the sermon elements of it. We're going to be creating everything. We signed the contract with the web developer. Now they're building the website. It's happening in front of our eyes. It's all going up. We are pulling everything together. We're, we're preparing uh, and already moving in the direction of collecting volunteers to lead the discussion groups that I have been talking about that will be part of this ministry service. So everything is moving full steam ahead. Listen, if this is something, and, and let me just, for those of you that may be listening to this program for the first time, say, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, person that's talking? 
We have vision to establish an internet-based ministry service where our target date, Friday evenings, people will log in from all around the world and watch the same service at the same time. And as they log in, they will begin watching or viewing at whatever point in the service we may be in. So everyone sees the same thing. It's, just, it's a live feed. And there will be a worship component, and we were going to produce that, where you will be able to worship along with people from all around the world simultaneously, not necessarily in the same room because it's over the internet, but still in the spirit, we are together. Then there will be teaching that comes after the worship. It'll be myself, others, as we begin to bring people in and record them and put their teaching up uh, certain weeks, we'll be going and, and, and having other people contribute to the teaching that is going to be going forward on this platform. Really, really cool stuff. However, after that component of the ministry service, there will be a breakout where everyone that wants to will be, they, they will be able to be filtered into discussion groups that will be executed kind of like webinars where you will be able to see other people on camera, talk to them through your iPhone, iPad, computer, whatever device you may be on, kind of like a Skype chat or a Google Hangouts. We, we are even looking at interfacing with Google Hangouts itself. We we're trying to figure out how we are actually going to execute this part, but we are problem solving right now. Whatever we end up doing, you will be able to be in live discussion groups with people talking about the Word of God, talking about the things that are on your heart, talking about the teaching that's going forward. One of the biggest, biggest complaints we get all the time, Daniel, I can't find community. We're building it. And you know what? If you want to be a part of that, you can visit us at www.bridemovement.com anytime. Donation tab is right on the front. You could be a part of it. This thing is going up. In addition to that, uh, we have a lot of vision going in a lot of directions. I'm not even going to get into that today. We'll even be getting into some of that in the program as I have joining with me The Voice. From the intro to this program, my friend and fellow board member, Walter King Jr. And so before we get to him, let me just remind you guys, I have books, Higher Dimensions, Parallel Dimensions, and the Spirit Realm. Noah's Ark and the End of Days, Kingdom Government and the Promise of Sheep Nations. If you haven't gotten that in your collection or library, they are available. They're available on various websites. They're available on our website, www.bridemovement.com. And also, we have a new product that's been out for a few weeks now, the Kingdom Conference from Australia. If you want some really solid kingdom teaching, pick that up. It's available, www.bridemovement.com. With that said, we're going to be right into that program. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall.
Folks, we're back on Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall, and I have a real treat for you today because today I have brought on my program a very special person to me. He's actually one of my board members, a very accomplished individual. His name is Walter King, and we have been in a lot of dialogue, and, not, and this is not new. This goes back to 2011 when we met, we have been in dialogue about an agenda to create media, film, movies, so on and so forth for the advancement of God's kingdom. And I'll tell you what, we have been tracking for a long time and with everything going on, the arising of this internet-based ministry service and all the other projects we are creating actively right now at Bride Ministries, I felt there was no better time to talk about another project than right now because, you know what, it's going to happen, folks. It's already written. And there's so much to talk about on this subject, and it's one I've only just briefly touched on in a lot of the intros to my program, but never really took the time to break open and dialogue about. And so right now... My friend and fellow board member, Walter, is here with me in Texas. We're setting up stuff because this internet-based ministry service, like I said, we, we're we not raising money as an if-then. If we can raise enough, then we will produce the internet-based ministry service. I, I said this is a statement of intent. Uh, it's getting built, and we have oh some $10,000 worth of equipment setting it up. And so he's here helping me to do that and get everything arranged. I said there's no better time to push this envelope than right now. Walter, welcome to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. Thanks, Dan. I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad you're here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be really good. You know, there's so much we're working on, Walter. I mean, and you're right there with me. Uh, every board meeting, you're a board member. You, you know all the plans that we yeah. got. We're doing big things, brother. Uh, oh, yeah. And not only that, we're, we're praying it through every morning. Man. Every morning. Oh, yes. we get down in prayer, brother. Yes. Blessing <laughs> of the early riser. There is a blessing on that early riser. You know, Walter, this, is, this has just been such a fantastic journey. The thing is, we are not going to stop building because, you know, one of the things about kingdom is that a kingdom is designed to take territory. Yes. But you got on a kingdom a while back. You were on the kingdom of God and that message even before I met you. And so when we connected, it was kind of like a little mini explosion it that happened. Exploded, yes. Oh, my gosh. So here, here's where I want to start, though. Before we get into the media studio and the plans and all the exciting stuff, what's been your journey with the kingdom? How has God kind of taken you and unpacked this thing in your heart and spirit? Well, um, I've been in the arts all of my life. I started off as a fine artist, I have a fine arts degree from Columbia College. Uh, theater is my background. I've done several movies as an actor. Uh, I've produced, directed, written, toured. Uh, I have a play that has been touring the United States on and off. Um, and uh, I've done special effects for film and theater. Um, so I've always been in the arts. It's always been a part of who I am. The thing was mm. the, that I didn't understand that the gift was for the kingdom and by the kingdom. Wow. Um, because, you know, in church growing up, 
they didn't teach the kingdom. I didn't get the understanding of what the kingdom was. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew that, you know, I believed in God. I believed in Jesus. My first, um, my first uh, experience with the Lord was at 11 years old when I actually felt his presence. Mm-hmm. And um, I just knew he was real. But there was no, no teaching about his kingdom and what that was. So um, going on through my life, I got tired of things being stolen from me. Oh, uh, yeah. Over and over and over again. And not are you, are you suggesting that the devil could actually steal something from a Christian? <laughs> yes, he can. Oh, come on, Walter. You know, there's some people that are really religious about this thing. Nothing happens to me unless it's the will of God. Brother, you ever hear that nonsense? <laughs> My people perish before a lack of knowledge. <laughs> but but Walter, my people perish. The, the devil walks in my house every day. He steals my oven. He steals my microwave. And he steals the chair I'm sitting on. God must want him to have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand that. And uh, I used to think that the same thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had to find out. I found out through understanding what the kingdom was that I didn't have to take it. Ooh. Um, how, did, how did God begin to introduce you to that? Well, uh, I got rebaptized in 2009. Um, I was at a service, and the minister was saying, are you tired of things? He said, you're, he said we're calling people up. It's not you're saved, but you're tired of things being stolen from you. Uh want you to raise your hand then he brought me up and then we went into the repentance prayer and they sent us in the back and I decided I'm just gonna go ahead and get rebaptized and after that things like begin to click real quick Hmm. Um, I began to start doing some things that I had not done before in my Christian life that I was taught to do but I had pushed to the side like meditation Hmm. like fasting I started to examine okay I pray I worship, I read my Bible, I understand the word, I know how to speak the word of faith. I've done that and it's been successful in my career. I've spoken the words of faith, this is going to happen, I decree the thing and it shall be so. But I didn't understand kingdom. I didn't understand my place in the kingdom. So as I began to push in in those areas that I had missed, like meditation, meditation was the key. It was one of the keys of the kingdom that I didn't even understand was a key at that time. And I said, I'm going to do this meditation thing. I don't really understand it, but, you know, it says to meditate is like chewing cud like a cow. Just chew, 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 and over and over and over again. That's what it says. So I just start picking uh, scriptures that meant something to me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm success-oriented. So um, one scripture was, uh, if you meditate in his word day and night, then thou shalt make thy way successful. So I started meditating on that scripture. And then just through that, I know the Lord sent one to me Hmm. through that because Ah. I was obedient to that particular word. Okay. And one morning I woke up and it just came across the TV. I was listening to a minister and he said, well, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added. Am I right? And I said, that's the scripture I'm going to meditate on now. And then that's when I understood that I didn't understand what the kingdom of God was. Because I asked myself, well, what is the kingdom of God? And I drew a question mark. Oh. And that began, that began my journey. Walter, this is a problem. When you ask people, what is the kingdom of God? You always get 
a different answer. Yeah. Now, Christians don't understand. I mean, did you try asking some people? I did. I asked a couple of people who I felt could give me a good answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person, it felt like a dud. The next person, he gave me a good answer that rang good with my spirit, but uh-huh. it, I didn't quite crack it open. I asked a friend of mine who was also into the producing area. I said, man, what, what, what do you say the kingdom of God is? And he said, uh, the best way to say it is, it's God's way of doing things. And I felt peace with that particular answer. Even though it didn't resonate in my head, <laughs> it resonated in my heart. And I just kept on pursuing and uh, that's when I just started. I just started hunting. He said he is the rewarder, rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So I start pressing in. Where does the kingdom of God? I start going on the internet, and then all of a sudden, the Miles Monroe, this guy Miles Monroe, who I'd never heard of, had this book, Rediscovering the Kingdom of God. And I was like, Who is this guy? I'd never heard of him. When I got that book, and I do highly recommend it. Mm. When I got that book, Rediscovering the Kingdom of God by Miles Monroe. It was an audio book, and I put it in my iPod. Oh, I got so full spiritually. Sometimes I just had to stop <laughs> and breathe because I was like, I can't take it. I can't take it. This is so good. <laughs> oh, it just, yeah, I, I just bathed in it. Oh, the understanding just came, and the revelation just came, and then I understood who I was, and my identity came alive. And, oh, and then it went from there to the keys of the kingdom. Because after you understand what the kingdom is, it's like, what do you do in the kingdom? What God said, Jesus said, I have given you the keys of the kingdom. But when he gives you the keys, what do you, what are the keys for? (laughs) You have to go and still seek him to find out how to use the keys. And this leads you all into a relationship with him that is unprecedented. (laughs) To learn how to use the keys, you have to seek him. You have to seek his heart. And he will teach you. He plays hide and seek, like you know, like a good dad. You know, like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> you want to know how to use that key? Come over here. Ah, oh, you found me here. Here's here's what you do with that. Wow. And then I start pressing into fasting, mm-hmm. which helped helped to open up my spiritual ears. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, it just you know the, the he started beginning to speak to me in dreams, mm. uh, just like he said in his word he would do. Uh, I started opening up what my gifts were. Mm. And then it, I finally got to the place where I began to understand why he made me the artist that I am. Kingdom is about so much more than sitting in a pew on Sunday and paying tithes. It's about taking the rule of God. Yes. And the authority of God. Yes. Into this world, Walter. And he gave people gifts to do that. Yes. He didn't give them gifts to sit in the pew and pay tithes only that that that's where you can go to get equipped to then go and execute yeah it's just amazing to me the disconnect you know i i know how i had come around to the kingdom and i'm gonna put someone on blast real quick uh or i should say a concept to avoid naming names (laughs) dispensationalism this stuff really irks me walter Because one of the primary objectives of dispensationalism in my mind, which is a strongly uh, 
incorrect opinion <laughs> to just take as many promises as you can find in the Bible and push them off to some indeterminable point in the future where <laughs> Jesus has already come back to earth so that all you have left is the gospel of Jesus Christ to get saved and then survive hell until God comes and rescues you out of it to give you your pie in the sky, a chicken in every pot. Oh. This kind of conversation burns me up, Walter, because it oh, you're sitting over there getting, I see the steam coming oh. out your ears, brother. Man, you, you know, the, the, there's the concept that all God wants you to do is get your fire insurance. Oh, no. Just get saved. Come on. That's all you need. <sighs> and because he's coming back soon and you, you just deal with it until <laughs> he gets here. You just People just need to be saved. When I would, when I, there, was, there was a couple of people who I would, when I got, I'd start to explode about the kingdom. It's like our purpose here. And it it fell on some deaf ears, and they were like, "Well, all you people need—that's a distraction. Mm. All people need is to be saved." <laughs> and I, I, I said, I understood then when Jesus said, and he marveled at their unbelief. <laughs> <laughs> it's marvelous. <laughs> this is just incredible. It's knuckleheads. That's amazing. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> you know. So anyway, this is this is where I was coming from, right? I had. I had been in Bible school, and I got a hold of this concept where I began to see in my spirit this thing. It was like like a bubble, and it would come out of me. Like, I, And I would just be in prayer, and I would see it. Mm. And I'm like, this is a bubble. And inside of that bubble that's or like coming out of me, it's like recharacterizing the environment that's in my immediate proximity. Mm. And... I began to associate that idea with the kingdom. And see, it was only turning inside of me. I didn't have any real theological founding for this picture I began. See, I just, I said, well, this is really interesting what I'm looking at. It's like, I could just see this bubble. I'm like, and well, but Luke 17, 21 does say the kingdom of God is in you. And, and the Amplified Bible expands that and says, in your hearts and surrounding you. And, and so it's like, well, maybe that's that. And so I'm like, you know, beginning to grab a hold of this. And then I grabbed a hold of a book in Bible school. It was one of the required readings. And but praise the Lord for the place I went to Bible school. You know, I didn't get a degree or any other kind of like official certification, but I did get some good word. Uh -huh. And I got some good foundation. Uh, I, I, I didn't get what I would call the reduced gospel. I mean, they, they taught the gifts of the Spirit and they talked uh -huh. some of these other things. And so that was good. But... What I got was not kingdom. And mm. so I got my hands on this book and read the book. <laughs> and the guy was like, well, it's essentially the kingdom of heaven is both saved and unsaved. Mm. Both saved and unsaved. So, so you have the good fish and the bad fish. You have you know, the tares and the wheat. And they, they all grow up together in the four walls of the church because that is the kingdom of heaven. And so this is what dispensationalists do. They, they take this term kingdom of heaven and they uh, apply this parameter on it but mostly based on passages in Matthew 13 and so I was like yeah well there goes my kingdom gospel I, I threw it out the window I actually remember standing up in Bible school one day and say I thought that the kingdom of God was a realm that could overtake her through me but instead I have realized that it is saved and unsaved all living together in the same building hopefully the unsaved gets saved before we die praise Jesus uh, maybe we can give someone a word of prophecy in the meantime you know and <laughs> <laughs> This is just, the, and I remember I was like standing there in class feeling so proud of myself that I learned what was in the book. Wow. And you know what happened? 
my spirit got angry and just sunk. And I was standing there and I'm like, I am talking all by myself. There's no God in this at all. There's no, God is not in my vocal cords right now. And, you know, but I felt good because I was like, you know, maybe, maybe that was a false spirit of, you know, this, mm. this kind of thing trying to lead me astray from the truth of God. You know, you so I'm back on track in that stream of truth and the, 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 the reality of what God's trying to tell me in his, his word. Man, Walter, I was upset because that word was stolen from me for probably about a year and a half or two years. I could have mm. had it earlier. And I didn't get back on kingdom until I began exploring problems I was having with my eschatology back in like 2009, 2010, trying to work some things out. I was, you know, in the process of revisiting some things after I'd basically finished Noah's Ark in the end of days and like, how do I make sense out of certain elements of Matthew 13? And that was when I rediscovered the kingdom mm. and I began work on kingdom government and the promise of sheep nations because it just kept blowing up bigger and bigger and bigger. And oh my goodness, it was really just a hectic. But then I met you in 2011. Mm-hmm. And and, it's, and and what you're saying is like so true for every single person who is about who is learning about the, the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Remember, you said that then you threw it away. I threw it away. But remember, the Bible did say as soon as you begin to understand what the kingdom of God is, you get the enemy's attention quick and he comes quick to steal it away. Because if you grab a hold of that, he's got problems in the gospel. Oh, wait, wait, when, when Jesus is talking in Matthew 13, the parable of the sower, it is very clear that when the seed, which is the word of the kingdom, yes. is sown the, on, on, on the dry ground, mm-hmm. the enemy comes and immediately snatches yes. what was sown. Uh, he's <laughs> after it. The devil is after the kingdom, Walter, because you know what the kingdom is going to do? It's going to unpack the gifts and abilities and anointings in the body of Christ. Yes. 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 And that's, that's exactly what it does. It unpacks your gifts and it unpacks the avenue to the mm. manifestation of who you really are. And, and that's the thing about the kingdom that it's, it's that so much bigger than just being saved. Because now that you're, see, you, to be, you got to, that's only to enter into the kingdom. But you have something to do when you get there. What? <laughs> that's only the door. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to walk into the door of the church and sit down. <laughs> and a lot of them do. <laughs> <They're> sit down. <laughs> And your everything, you, uh, the, the dreams mm-hmm. that you have, uh, you know, the enemy is stealing them all along the way. Even even before you understand the kingdom, then you got everybody telling you, "Oh, you need to think soberly. You need to forget all that. That's a pipe dream. Uh, you you know what what you dream to do. You need to get a. a, a I've heard this before. You need to get a real job. Oh, or or somebody asks, what do you do?'" And then they say, no, but what do you do for real? (laughs) (laughs) And they're surprised to find out this is the only job I've ever had. (laughs) Well, I mean, and and, you know, this is the thing. I mean, you've had, you are a master illusionist, Walter. Yep. And I've seen, you are a master. Yes. I I saw you put ropes together, take them apart. (laughs) I held the rope. You can't put that together. I I don't know how you did it. 
You yeah. are really, really good. But, you know, you, you've had a lot of problems from the body of Christ. Oh, yes. Oh, oh I talked about it on uh, Wounded by Leadership when we talked about that years ago. Years ago, um, you were on my program people, talking about people it. People were saying that uh, I was in league with the devil and this witchcraft and things like that. And as an illusionist, I am a special effects artist. Hmm. Uh, and I always, every time somebody would come to me, I would say, well, do you watch movies and television? And they say, yeah. I said, well, maybe you shouldn't. Because <laughs> those are illusions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I believe that's the reason why God had, had me flourish in theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and theater is my background. And everything I've done with that particular show was had a theatrical background. All the special effects, the makeup, the the designs of the props and things like that. Um, and uh, uh, most people, they, they just respond out of fear because they don't understand how can you do that? You know, uh, that looks impossible. But anything is possible. Nothing is, is impossible. But just think how much more you could do in Christ. If I can do this <laughs> on the normal scale <laughs> with no help from the spirit realm. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine what I could do with this in Christ. So this is this is reason why I believe God pushed me into theater and film. Um, that year when we met mm-hmm. was the first year I actually went on an extended fast. Mm. And in that fast, he he revealed to me a silver screen, movie screen, and it was blank. And uh, long story short, the message was you don't know the script. Uh-huh. But he kept showing me this screen this movie screen and I knew I was supposed to put something on it but I didn't know what mm. and that that was the year when I when I met you yes and uh I was already studying the kingdom 2010 was just kingdom year it was just kingdom 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 <laughs> and then I decided I need to fast cuz I have to hear from him and what people don't understand about fasting you know fasting is to open up your spiritual hearing it doesn't change God. It doesn't make him move. It's not, I'm going to fast, so God, you know, is pleased with me. It's so you can hear. There's a way of fasting that you need to put your petitions down. Uh, he said, all your ways acknowledge me, and I will direct your path. That's the time to figure out, well, Lord, this is what's in my heart. Write that down. Go on the fast. Look to hear from him. Listen for God. That's what you do on the fast. Listen for God. Then listen to God when you hear him. Then do what he says. The instruction. He'll give you the instructions. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, that's why I told, I told a friend of mine. I said, you want to get there fast? Fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, uh, if you don't fast, then you're, you're, you're too attached to this realm of the natural. Your spirit is crying out. The, the, the naysayers, this, their words are too strong. Um, your 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 mind, will, and emotions are tied up to the voice of the enemy because he's constantly speaking to you to keep you ignorant. See, he is the prince of ignorance. Um, you know the scripture, the the word ignorance in the Bible, the word darkness in the Bible in the Hebrew is also equivalent to the word ignorance. Hmm. So they say he's the prince of darkness. Yeah, he's the prince of ignorance. He takes advantage of what you don't know. Ooh. So in my career, this is what has been constantly happening to me. I understood faith. And I had to play War of the Spirits that had been successful. But every time it got to 
a, a place where it was about to just roll, it got stolen from me. Things kept getting stolen from me on that left to right. And I had, I had self-condemnation. It's my fault. You know, God is mad at me. I, I'm, I, you know, I messed up. Uh, I sinned here. Uh, I got mad at this person. Uh, I cussed that person out. Uh, I went over here and did that, and it's all my fault. But what the enemy was doing was taking advantage of what I didn't know. Hmm. There was some. There was one particular time um, where I had, um, uh, uh, if I called the guy's name, you would know him. But he's a well-known actor, singer, mm-hmm. uh, award winner, mm-hmm. movies and television, mm-hmm. and he was going to play the lead in War of the Spirits. He had gotten stolen out from under me by another producer. And, uh, and, and, my and just for our audience, War of the Spirits was a theatrical stage it was, play. It's, it's a theatrical stage play, musical, mm-hmm. uh, that I wrote, directed, and produced. Um, every, time we, every time we went to a place, it was sold out. Wow. And people would come over and over. On the same weekend, we'd still come back and pay another $22 and bring people. So <laughs> it was a very uh, blessed play. I took, it was like a baby. It took me nine months to write it uh, under, under the guise of the Holy Spirit. Um, and um, but the, it, it was going on tour. It was going on. The, it was always set up by these producers, these promoters who had jumps around the around the United States. And what I didn't understand, see, War of Spirits is about spiritual warfare. So the message was strong about the strength of the family bond, prayer, and love. And people were getting the message. And of course, it's the enemy's job to steal that word away. Well, what I didn't understand was I did not have to take the theft. <laughs> when it was, stuff would happen to me, I would just lie down and say, oh, well, uh, you know, it's my fault. Uh, I yes. didn't do something yeah. right. And, yes. and you know, uh, grace, uh, grace had nothing to do with it. I yes. didn't understand in the kingdom that I could have oh. mandated my angels to come forth and come against Wait, it. I could have spoken. What? Angels? Yeah, I could have called my angels and, oh, and stood up and man, spoke. Here's the thing, Walter. I'm superstitious. Angels are weird. You, <laughs> you, 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 you must be off your rocker talking about not. Let me, let me say something about this for a second, folks. Psalm 103.20 says, The angels of the Lord excel in strength. They perform his word. They hearken unto the voice of his word. You know whose voice speaks the word? Yours. Yeah. I, my, my, the, the breakdown that people have with this is, is so profound because people say, well, the, the angels are just for God. What, what is God trying to do? All of God's plans center on man. <laughs> are not all his angels men ministering spirits for those which are inheriting salvation? Hebrews 1. <laughs> I, I, it, it's just amazing to me how people, they, they divorce themselves from the resources of God with superstition and awkwardness. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, go, go, go ahead. We we just have to set some things straight. We're we're not here alone, folks. You are not here alone. <laughs> God didn't drop you off here and say, "Oh man, I can't wait to strike you with a lightning bolt, you jerk." <laughs> there are a lot of Christians running around while they they think, "Man, God dropped me off on this planet. He hates my guts. Wants to strike me with a lightning bolt. Man, he's so mad at me all the time and left me in this mess. Mm-hmm. Won't fix nothing." Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't pray because he doesn't like my voice. You know, <laughs> you know, they get caught up in this thing, and then the devil comes, takes their oven, takes their dryer, takes their washing machine, takes their chair, and said, "God wanted me to take that." He doesn't like you. Yeah. I know, devil. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. If, 
Go yeah. continue. It'll happen if it's his will. <laughs> <laughs> he said, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he would direct that path. God wants you to choose a way and go after him for the direction of making that thing successful. And, and it, it, whatever it is, it, whatever's on your heart, if it's not, if it's not for you, he will lead and guide you to really what it is. But you have to take that step forward. But I understood when I got, when I got the kingdom mm-hmm. mindset, mm-hmm. that's when I found out, you know, I started pursuing the keys of the kingdom, the gifts of the spirit, um, keys like meditation and fasting, and then understanding how to live assignment based. Whoa. See, and uh, you know, we are the key to where you're supposed to be is in your gifts. Oh, you know what? Uh, I, I would hear that Michael Jordan would say stuff like, you know, I would play, I would have played basketball for free because that was him. That was in him. So if, if you look at yourself, like if, if you could do anything in the world, if you had the money and money was not an option, what would you do? Pretty much, that's probably what your gifting is. Are you suggesting that God, when he was working you in Christ, the Bible says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, prepared for good works, which God, he, he prepared those beforehand that we should walk in. Ephesians uh, 2.10. Are you suggesting that God, when he put all of that theatrical gifting in you didn't make a mistake and said oops well he's gonna have to lay that down and crucify that because all i want him to do is sit in the pew and work at mcdonald's (laughs) oh and and i went there (laughs) oh i mean not when the church folk bring persecution against me for being in theater and being in film being a stage performer I, I told God, I said, God, I, 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 all I wanted was him. All I wanted was his will. Mm. I said, Lord, if you want me to quit this, I will quit. I'll go and work at a McDonald's. I'm not, I'm, I, ain't have, I don't have too much pride. And I, I, I mean, I've worked in Vegas. I've worked in Atlanta City. I've worked uh, with some of the top entertainers. I've traveled across seas. I was, I, I lay it down. He said, I didn't tell you to quit. So then I was able to relax that, I, I, the condemnation, because the enemy is going to come at you with who you are. Not who you're not. Nobody could come to me and say, you'll never be a fireman. You'll never be an astronaut. You don't have what it takes to, to be a brain surgeon. Who do you think you are? You'll never be president of the United States. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, so what? <laughs> but what is it that they tell you you can't do that hurts your feelings? <laughs> You probably that's probably the key about what you should do. I was I was I think I was joking with you the other day of somebody I was joking with. I said, you know, oh, no, it was a friend of mine. I said, I want to know what the devil doesn't want me to do. That's what I want to do. You don't want me to do that. I'm doing that. That's right. Let me tell you something, Walter. There, there, I don't think there's a single thing on Bride Ministries' agenda the devil wants us to do. No. He doesn't want us to help survivors. Oh. No. Does not want us to start a new church. Definitely did not want the discipleship. And he doesn't want us to interface with business. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a number of other things that are coming. 
We're going <laughs> a lot of direction. Does not want the media studio. Doesn't want the media studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh and that that's that that's going to uh, uh, where I was going to talk about it being assignment based. Oh. Uh, assignment based living. That's what I call it. Uh, you want you want stuff to 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 cease from being stolen from you. Find out what your assignment is. Press in. Press into it. You will be funded because the kingdom of heaven will be behind you 100%. You will make it. You're going to get opposition no matter what you do. Even if you, even if you decide just to sit in the pew, you're going to have opposition. You're going to get beat up because you are the light of the world. I mean, once you get saved, the light is on. There's no hiding it. <laughs> they know who you are. Once you give your life to Christ, Oh, the light is on in the world of darkness. They see you because you're, 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 you're lit and you can be a threat. So they, they put the principalities on you to keep you, keep you on beat down. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. They put the powers on you if, you're, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're one of those that got money and you're miserable. That's the, that's the powers that are beating up on you. You know, uh, finding out where you are and where you're supposed to go. That's when you, I mean, I've taken, before I take on an assignment, I ask the Lord, do you want me here? I go and I'll fast and I'll pray about it to get an answer. That's what's so important about fasting and prayer so that your spiritual ears are open to the sensitivity of the spirit realm so that you can hear. I, he, he has told me to go forth and do something. And he has told me not to. And it's, and it was for the church. See, it was right. a good thing. It was a good thing to do because it was going to help ministry. Hmm. And he said no. Hmm. But I found out. I, this is one of the things I learned from that book, Rediscovering the Kingdom of God. Just because it's a good thing doesn't mean it's a God thing. Because oh, <laughs> if the enemy can't get you to go out and shoot nobody, rob, steal, take drugs, go fall out drunk and go to the club, he'll fill your life up doing good things that aren't God things. Keep you distracted. <laughs> see, folks, this is why Walter is on my board. See, we we have a direction and a way of thinking that is. I mean, we're all we're all growing. We're trying to line up with God's way of thinking about things. Walter, we were talking about how the devil wants to steal your kitchen sink, the chair you sitting on, kick you in the shin, and tell you God wanted me to do that. And then walk out with it while you cry yourself to sleep. That, that's what he tries to do. And many Christians don't realize that he's going to get away with it until they stop. They get on their phone. They call 911 and have the cops show up and arrest the crook. And sometimes when you are doing something for God, you actually need to pray about. Pray mm-hmm. into Mm-hmm. What you are going, you can't just get instruction and say, okay, God said do it. Now I'll just do it and mm-hmm. everything will work out. That's it, not the way it works. We pray every morning. Yes. Now, what, yes. what are a couple of things you've learned about intercession? Well, um, I, you have to intercede every day. You have to intercede your day. <laughs> 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 yes. Give me this day, mm-hmm. my daily bread. Mm. That you know, the, when the scripture said, "You shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." And he, and that was one of the lessons that was being learned in the wilderness. The manna from heaven, and, and what does manna mean? What is it? 
You know, that was that's the Hebrew word for what is this? <laughs> so every day he fed them. And then they, when he said, you shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, it was his, it was his mouth who spoke that to feed them every day. So when we face the day as children of the kingdom, we have to command the morning to line up with the assignment that's before you. And then reach for God and say, Lord, give me this day my daily bread. The words that proceed from your mouth, let them order my steps, be a light unto my, fat, my path and a lamp unto my feet. Make the way clear today. I yield my ears and my eyes to you for, for hearing and for prophetic sight. And before you go and take that step, put on that armor, put on that grace that surrounds you like a shield, that unmerited favor. Because the enemy is waiting out there. <laughs> To, to interrupt the assignment, the the earth as he the earth has been what does this say the your earth has been uh, yearning for the sons of God yes it groans in anticipation groans in anticipation mm-hmm. once you, once you're in the kingdom you are a son of God and the earth is it's looking to yield itself that's what it was designed for to to yield to you the son of God and so you call forth you say I command you. To come into alignment with the assignment God has placed on me and the destiny He has placed in my heart, yield to me the fruits of today. There, one day at a time. <laughs> I'm telling you, Walter. You know, there there have been several people. I think Martin Luther was even one of them mm. who said, "I don't have enough time not to pray." Ooh. And I so identify my, my day, Walter. It's so packed. I mean, you saw me yesterday. I woke up at six. I didn't quit working until after yeah. 9 o'clock. And I spent about five hours straight, <laughs> hardcore, nonstop warfare. I mean, just one call after another. It's just really, really tough stuff. I'm, I don't have enough time in my day for things to go wrong. And if on an average day for me, if two things go wrong, that is not going to just affect me. That will affect everything and everyone and set all kinds of things behind because my schedule is so packed. You don't really have time for things to go wrong. But the things will go wrong if we don't pray. Right. Because the devil attacks through any open door. You've got to seal the day off. Yes. I'm telling you, you know, I, one of the big fails on Christians that I, I see is that they try to do the things of God without doing it the ways of God. Yes. Per- that's, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. They, they're using, I mean, God, what is this I hear? God gave me a mind. He expects me to use it. Yeah. He, he expects you to follow the instructions in the book. <laughs> because he's going to, he prepares the table before us in the presence of the enemy. Mm-hmm. 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 So the enemy is there, people. <laughs> now, how are you keeping from stealing the stuff off your table? <laughs> The, that Psalm 23 is very clear. I am not going to be afraid in the valley of the shadow of death because God's rod and his staff, they comfort, they comfort me. me. Then it says, he'll set a table before me in the midst of my enemies. Oh, this is a, the breakdown. I think this is where kingdom really comes in. You know, the, the Bible says in John 10, right? I have come, Jesus says this, to give you life and life more abundantly. But the devil has come, but not for to steal, to kill, and to destroy so what a lot of Christians don't understand is that the devil can steal, he can kill, and he can destroy. You know what? 
that 15-year-old in Chicago that took drugs and OD'd and died at 14 years old was not the will of God. I'm sorry. That, that's not. That's when the devil kills somebody. He right. took him before his time. Yeah. Yes, he used sin. Yes, he used circumstance. Yes, he used the uh, uh, environment that was not conducive to the move of God's spirit. But you know what? There was a theft there. There was a murder there. See, that's not the plan of God. And what I teach and talk about over and over, you know, that this idea that it is just Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. This kind of Eastern mystic approach to Christianity, which is so endorsed by a number of dispensationalist groups, I'm not going to name denominations, is really, really a bondage on the body of Christ and a castration on true power being revealed and leveraged. We have the kingdom, but it is to be released. And the Bible says this, life and death is in the power, power of, of the, the tongue. tongue. How are you going to get it out if you don't use? If you don't use it. Yeah. Oh, man. And then for those who are a little slow, uh-huh. he, he tells you what to choose. He said life and death are in the power of the tongue. Choose life. You do- oh, it does say choose life. <laughs> it says choose life. <laughs> Just for those who are thinking the other way, choose life. <laughs> Open book test. <laughs> But yeah, that and so uh-huh. the assignment-based living thing hmm. is there's that's where your feet are shot with the preparation of peace because you know when you are walking in the will of God, you cannot be touched. You are under the shadow of the Almighty, where no foe can withstand, and you don't have to worry. You know when opposition come, it's 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 like, huh? At least I I know what I'm doing. I know where I am. Mm. So I'm not worried about that. So it put, it brings peace of mind when the oppositions come, when when the uh, when they're slamming the door in your face mm-hmm. and things like that. When you, it looks like it's not going to work, um, the word of faith can do it. But being in the kingdom even works more. So I, I, God is such a good father and a good teacher, mm-hmm. and he brought you know and he, and his grace because he he knows when you're ignorant. Of certain things, so he'll he'll grow you up. <laughs> yes. So the word of faith worked. You know, uh, a lot of times I see people they have done stuff for a while, then they fall off because they figure like, oh, this this God thing doesn't work anymore. No, you have to step up. It's time to grow. It's time to to, to stop being carried around by God and start to walk. Oh, you know, come on you, now. You, you know, uh, don't don't be stagnant in your growth. Come on, yeah, now. spiritual growth, and so a lot of Christians fall off because they figure like, "Oh, that didn't work." Well, I, I always checked myself. Mm. What what didn't? What is it that was the the instructions of the Bible that I have not been doing? Like, remember I said, you know, I need to start meditating. You know, that's something I hadn't done. I haven't tried it. I need to start fasting. That's a hard one for a lot of people. Oh yeah, but oh. The, but if you study and find out what fasting really is, you it's it's exciting. It's exciting to do it because you understand. And then, and then on top of it, there's this one scripture. I think it's in what Isaiah 57. They talk about the um, you know is this the fast? The, that oh, I the fast of the Lord. The fast yes. of the Lord. And and there's a reward just for doing it. An unexpected reward if you just fast. God is just like kid, giving the kid a lollipop for doing a good job. And it's just out of nowhere. Not even what your petition is. You're going to get the petition. God is going to show you how to be successful in whatever it is that you're looking for the answer for. But on top of that, he just gives you another blessing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, one of the other things, because you bring up fasting, and you are an awesome faster, Walter. I mean, you 
You, you get it done every year. 21 days, outset of the year, you're on it. And, you know, I, I've done a lot of fasting too. One of the other things I've, I've seen fasting do, this, this was a revelation to me also. Sometimes you lack the spiritual authority to execute the assignment you are appointed to when you get it. You might get a vision Ooh. of where God wants you to be, but you don't have the spiritual authority or capacity to walk in that. You know what? Wow. Paul had an encounter with Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus, and he got some revelation. But he didn't have the authority to walk out into his apostleship. He had to go away for years and be with the Lord for years. Revelation was poured into him that was abundant, excessive, and superfluous. Then he came back. And talked to Peter and talked to the apostolic council in Jerusalem. And that was when he began to be sent out. You see, so, so hmm. what people don't realize is that there is an investment that has yes. to be made. Sometimes you can be called to something very high, very big, very large. And you're like, well, God, why won't you give it to me? And you sit there and twiddle your thumbs. This is what the Bible says. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount. You know that word wait actually means to uh, sit in earnest expectation. See, it doesn't mean to sit still and twiddle your thumbs, Walter. What God showed me is pointing it out. He said, "Well, look at this passage, Daniel. Here you see these disciples over here that, that they're working with this demon. Demon, get out in Jesus' <laughs> yeah. name! Get out! Yeah. You know, and and so they got their <laughs> their stuff. It doesn't leave. They're struggling. They're fighting with the demon. Demon's fighting with them. They're like, we can't cast it out. Oh, we're so." Glad Jesus got here. Jesus, do something. Help us. Jesus walks over. He says, oh, gosh, how long should I be with you? How long should I be with you? Oh, ye of little faith. Then he says, get out. The demon leaves the same hour. Wow. Jesus, why couldn't we kick him out? Jesus says this. He says, well, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Yes. But... There's, there's, there's this thing. Jesus did not fast before he cast the demon out. He just showed up. And I said, God, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How are you going to have Jesus tell the disciples that the demon does not go out but by prayer and fasting? The, the person wasn't fasting that had the demon. Jesus wasn't fasting when he showed up. The disciples weren't fasting, but they couldn't do it. So what am I missing? God was mm-hmm. like, well, Jesus did fast. He fasted 40 days. Mm-hmm. See, there was an investment into mm-hmm. spiritual authority mm-hmm. that Jesus made immediately after the Spirit of the Lord descended upon him like a dove. That investment was carried through his ministry. And yes. it's a picture. When you fast, not only are you getting the clear instruction, I mean, which is so true, clarity, hearing yes. the voice of God, getting the direction, you also make an investment in spiritual authority. That will allow you to kick the gatekeepers out of your way as you are advancing into the territory. You've been called to occupy. You will receive power. That will open up the door for you to receive spiritual power. How it works, I don't know. (laughs) I, I just know that when you do it, it works. I, I, the, I, I believe you that he, he orders his angels to get behind you when you say something because he didn't Jesus didn't produce any miracle didn't do any miracles until after the fast mm-hmm. after that they said what, what he was endued with power mm-hmm. 
after the fast, after the fast. <laughs> See, I think that sometimes people get confused, Walter, and they try to do things out of order. You know, one of the things about God's kingdom, everything is it works in seasons. Mm-hmm. And you can't open up one season until you've been faithful to the season before it. Yes. Oh, you got to pass the test, man. Yes. Also, that's seed planting right there. So oh, that's, that's the other thing. When what? you begin to do the word, it's you're, you're, you've planted your seed, and you got to keep that up. And then, so that so you want continuous harvest. You got to be consistent because this season mm. you go into that fasting and prayer and meditation, mm-hmm. and that's going to grow up. But in the meantime, you're also planting on another field at the same time. So it's like. This one up, this one down, this one up, this one down. It, 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 it goes on and on and on. Some people don't pray until they get in trouble. <laughs> some people some people don't even, some those who do fast, they might fast, you know, every three years or so. Or some, I'm in a problem, I need to hear from the Lord. and you know, But they're not consistent with the walk. They're not consistent to hear. But uh, if you're looking to go forth with, with a successful lifestyle in the Lord, because uh, just face it, as a Christian, you're, you're the light. Mm-hmm. And you might as well go ahead all the way into it. Don't just be the light and just sit there and get just beat up on because, you, you know, the enemy is like he, your light is going to be on. They know who who you are and where you come from. Even though you might backslide, your light's still on because he's married <laughs> to the black slider. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, there was a friend of mine who was a great singer, and he was thinking that he could go ahead and he could put out these wonderful songs for the world system, and then he would sing for the Lord. And I said, "Man, if that's your plan, it was better that you just never got saved at all." Wow. <laughs> The wow. enemy is not going to let you come over there and make all his money and then come back to the Lord with it. <laughs> oh, he'll be like, come on, come on over here. Come on over here. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of people think, well, you know, this is how it's done. This is the, but that's the world system. You know, and God has God is going to is the one who promotes you. He is the one who if you, whatever your talents are. God has a plan for it. He already knows the path for it. Seek him first. <laughs> Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things will be added. That's right. So it takes the, it takes the weight off of worrying how it's going to happen. Mm. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. And it's like, you know, I, I, me, I was just tired of being beat up on. And there's no way, you know, uh, I had the opportunity to basically live in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. But there were terms. <laughs> oh right. There were terms. I was like, "Oh no, I, I'm not living like that." No, nah, man. And, and they told me that you know it, it was a, a requisite. <laughs> oh, to to have that. And I'm I'm be talking about you know at, at least five to seven grand a week. You know, starting off for just doing you know four shows on the weekend. Hmm. Uh, but you know you have to come to these parties. Oh, and it's required. Mm. And they were wild parties, they, you know. They, mm-hmm. Not my lifestyle, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But I, and I was like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Now, of course, I, I turned that down. And then there were times after that that I thought, "Man, I could have been making that money." 
but that thought came and left. You know, the sure. enemy will get you thinking. See, you could have, you could have been over here. Sure. You know, but I, it's no way. It's no way I can be in the kingdom and then leave it, and and to go outside of it like that. Um, but the the silver screen. Let me go back to the silver screen. Let's talk so, about that. So the silver screen was. First of all, it was let me know I didn't know the script for my own life. Mm-hmm. And that was that's when the, the kingdom of God and the gifts and all that started coming into uh, teaching me how to seek an assign, seek what the assignment is that he has before me. And then one day at a time, he said, this day, my daily bread. So I only worry about what I'm going to do today. I have a plan. Mm-hmm. I know he wants me to do this and a lot. And. and you know, it, those in the kingdom, you know, that plan is usually humongous. It's too big. I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> it's huge. How am I going to accomplish that? But if you do what he tells you to do today mm-hmm. and be consistent, each step takes you right there. All of a sudden, you start drawing people from the north, south, east, and the west. The, t- the team is going to come together. Your finances are going to flow. And that's one of the things that had happened with me was I started getting jobs left and right. I had some of the best working years ever, record, out of all the years that I had been doing this, doing this. And it was coming in so fast, I still kept my head up at the top because I was still fasting regularly. And I, know, I heard my spirit say, don't get used to this. <laughs> and we're talking we're talking 2012 2013 right 2012 now. Okay. 2013 after the dream yeah mm-hmm. oh I, I said i knew god had something bigger for me than just doing all these shows mm-hmm. and producing all this stuff mm-hmm. what 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 about the kingdom because only what you do for christ will last and that that was always in the forefront of my mind what do you want me to do for the kingdom? What can I do with my talents to do for the kingdom? And he took me on paths of learning. He put me in situations where, uh, you know, doors were opened up to me to use equipment that I've never used before, uh, platforms for me to produce on that I've never been able to produce on before, uh, doors that the doors were just that were just closed to me before. And I and walking in them, I learned so much. It was like, oh, I didn't know that existed. Oh, I didn't know this existed. Oh wow! That and and and, the, and for free, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then uh, of course he said, you know, write the vision, make it plain. He that read it can run with it. So once I knew that, I said, well, I know he built me for this. So let me put together a vision. And then, so the 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 media center. Well, the, and that's what we've been putting together, Walter. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you're talking about seeding, seed time, and harvest. See, right now, I'm I'm always trying to keep certain momentum going because there's so much to do and only so much time the thing is we're building an e-church but (laughs) after that will come other projects including this media studio we have a business plan written for a media studio yes we are pricing equipment for a media studio yes we are praying into existence the media studio We're, we're laying hold of the ground by faith according to a spiritual principle of eminent domain Yes. As a matter of fact, we have a we have a a pilot that's written, ready is being storyboarded, and we also have a feature film that is is being laid out right now. We already know what the story is; it's being scripted now. So uh, we're ready to cast the pilot now and get that in the can, as they say. <laughs> Folks, I, I am not kidding when I say things like, we're going to build a media studio. See, Walter, in my mind, and I believe in yours as well, it's already built. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's already built. As a matter of fact, let's take a few minutes and just, and just talk about what exactly we're, we're planning to build. Because, see, I believe, this is what I believe. I believe that there are people that are going to hear this program that are actually on our team. They don't know it yet. We don't know it yet. But God is orchestrating something. And so we just have to speak the vision. Yes. The Bible said, write the vision and make it plain. Those mm-hmm. that see it may run with it. And sometimes when we decree the vision of God's... And this is the thing about kingdom building, Walter, is that when you build out of God's kingdom, you're not building Walter's plan. You're not building Daniel's mm-hmm. plan. You're building God's plan. Exactly. And so when God's building his plan, his plan includes the fulfillment of Person A's purpose, person B's purpose, yes. person C's purpose. Per- and instead of trying to figure out a way to step on everyone else's gift to get king of the hill, yes. we are all building out of the full expression of our gifts, the kingdom of God and exalting the one who sits above heaven and earth. Right. Exactly. It's a different way to build. Yes. And so... <laughs> we, 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 we are seeding you guys out there in the audience with the vision. We're, we're making it plain. Some of you are going to hear this and, wow, Lord's saying, and you're going to run with it. You know, I, I believe that um, it's about time that I, I read a little bit of our, uh, you know, executive summary. Yeah, yeah. So we could talk about it. Yeah. You know, what does this media studio look like? We, we wrote down that it's designed to be a revolutionary approach to media creation by integrating community access into the business model. The studio is not only supposed to produce state-of-the-art movie and film projects, but will also stand as a resource for gifted artists to create their own dreams, passions, and projects that will promote the message of the kingdom of God. Yes. Yes. Walter, I mean, let's talk about that for a little bit. I mean, why, why do we want to engage community and not just squat on it just for ourselves me and only me because that's where that's where talent is in the community that's Mm. where you have artists who are sitting on their gift and don't know where they can go and express it they they're the there's no outlets the 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 enemy's camp makes you jump through hoops and succumb to his precepts in order for you to be successful. That the word that's the that's the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a part of the matrix in order to be successful. In the kingdom of God, your gifts shall make room for you. So this media studio is designed to develop artists like that. Um, I've always been one, even in my in my shows to want the best of the best of people working with me. Uh, sometimes I've had people who were saying, you know, they dance better than you. They do this better than you. Why would you have them in your show? Because I'm feeding people with my show. When, when people walk away from my show, they don't say, oh, that dancer, they say that show, they name the show. Walter King's show, that, oh, Water Spirits was the, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I had the best of the best. I had the best production manager. Mm-hmm. I had I had the, the top of the line actors and mm-hmm. si- and singers in it. Mm. You, the sets and the scenery. I had people working with me 
the, um, who was also able to to they they multitask. They were not only actors, but they could also assistant direct things like that. Uh, writers, you know, so that's what we're looking for. People say, "Well, I, I like to write, but I don't, I don't know where an outlet is for me to produce. Uh, uh, who can who will look at this? You know, the world system." Is not going to want it, and, and you know, and not they, they knows you knows you're in the kingdom. No, no, knows you're in the kingdom of God. Now, <laughs> you see what they're doing on TV now. Do you see the agenda that they're promoting? Let's talk about the agenda on TV. This is the thing, Walter. We are trying to infiltrate avenues by which people are being programmed. Yes, with agenda. See. People in the world don't go to the church to get programmed with God's agenda. They go to their TV to get programmed with the devil's agenda. They go to the me- the movie studio to get programmed with the devil's agenda. They will get seeds of truth in, in certain films because we know globalists and other people, they're, they're telling us exactly what they're doing in the movie. But then they put their agenda in it so that we can buy into it. It's subconscious programming on a massive scale. And if you want to reach people that are not going to show up at Sunday morning service with the kingdom of God agenda, the only place to do it is in the public venue where they're going to go and get it anyway. God's already moving in this area, by the way. Christian yes, films yes, are doing pretty good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Since Passion of the Christ, they've never stopped. But oh. what are they seeding into these, some of these television programs you, you're oh. noticing? Well, of course, you know, there, there's, there, it seems like in order to be successful in the industry on, on regular secular television, you got to have something about the homosexual lesbian agenda in it. You mm-hmm. got to have that. Mm. Uh, it seems like the, there's no way around it now in, in in that. And that's they're just trying to make it a part of the culture. You know, uh, one thing about the kingdom, in order for something to be a part of the of the culture of the kingdom, it has first to become law. And oh. so once it becomes law, then you bring in the people who walk according to that law. And make it no, seem seemingly normal. <laughs> so it's kind of like um, they have um, a landfill with every television show for you to smell. <laughs> you know, uh, they have the when I, when I look at it, I'm like the best of the best writers. Oh, they know how to put together a script, a series. Their 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 structures are awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they, they put the swill, the mess in there and mix it up with the good stuff so that you keep coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you if you would go to a, a wonderful restaurant, the food is so good, but they made you eat it at, at, in, in the bathroom in, at, oh, on the toilet. Come on. Now. You, you know, they mixed it. They mixed the mess with the. But it, the stuff is so good. It's like, oh, you know, you can't, you know, as a, as a Christian, I know it's like, you, you say, like, oh, I can't stand that. Oh. Uh, but you're right back the next week because the writing of the story was so good. Well, we want to claim that back. Mm-hmm. We want to claim the story, mm-hmm. the scripts, mm-hmm. the the entertainment value mm-hmm. with the proper message behind it, with the proper with the with the proper spirit behind it. Uh, all these writers out there, see, their gifting came from God, and the enemy is using his agenda in order for them to be successful. Well, what we're looking at is with this studio, we'll we'll draw their hearts. We'll draw the hearts of the best of the best. I believe that out of out of theirs because I'm I'm pretty sure there's a lot of them. They wouldn't write that. 
And they you know they wouldn't write what they're writing. They wouldn't even act what they're acting if there was an avenue. There's no avenues open for you to. Uh, I'm I'm just imagining me as an actor uh-huh. um, being put on one of their series and then have to have a, a homosexual fling out of nowhere, but it's in my contract. You know, I'm, I'm imagining that this is there are life, those Walter. who are who are going through that. I see on reality shows that mm-hmm. they're, they're they're sneaking this thing in with men. Sneaking up like they want to put a little, you know, the, the, they call it a little boy crush. They call it, you know, the bromances they're doing with the, with the uh, uh, reality show thing. You know, the other day they had a thing on one of the top shows where the guy has some food. He said, you want that? And, then, and the guy went up like he was going to kiss him. But the guy, he's a heterosexual. So he was like, hey, hey, hey. It's like you, you, you wouldn't do that to a, a woman. I mean, a man to a woman who didn't want you. Like, you know, he, 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 they would be offended by that. Like he's pushing up on her. That's you know he's being disrespectful. But it, when when it's being done from a you know like that man trying to kiss that man, it's like, oh, what's the, what's the matter? Are you homophobic? You know, like something wrong with you if you you know if you have a problem with him wanting to kiss you. You know, it's it's that, that that's what they're doing with um, deep with, with programming you mm-hmm. to accept mm-hmm. the agenda. Wow. That's the programming. It's like, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a person tell me, you're homosexual, you just don't know it yet. Like, what? See, this that's the thing, and they make you entertain, the enemy wants you to entertain the thought, well, maybe I am, so that you will cross that line. Mm-hmm. So this is, what we, this is what we want to do, is to bring an agenda, uh, uh, place of excellence with the spirit of excellence where people could come and be who they are in Christ express the talents that they have that the God gave them where they can glorify God and be in the kingdom of God and have all these things that the Lord wants to bless you with added to you yes writers directors yes artists uh, computer programmers those who know how to use you know Final Cut Pro After Effects motion graphics uh, those who want to do special effects in film, you know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there on the internet who are so talented. And one of the unique things, Walter, that we have going for us, and this is just the wisdom of God that I see in all of this, that we're you know through Brian Ministries, we're, we're pioneering in a lot of ways the deprogramming of people that have been subjected to satanic ritual abuse, mm-hmm. that have been subjected to global cult programming. Mm-hmm. Government-sponsored mind control programming. Some of the top stars. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows because there's a million YouTube videos about it. Yes. Um, they've been subjected to monarch programming and all of this. Well, how do you as a Christian draw the world's best on anything and get them out of their service to the dark powers? Well, you got to set them free as well. Not only do we have the ability to advance in this agenda in media, we are developing the very tools and the army to deprogram the best of the best as we progress in these directions. Yeah. Well, there, we're positioned to, to do amazing things. And, and the source of material we're working with. How about that? Yes. But, you know, some people think, well, anytime Christians get together and produce something, it's got to be another Jesus movie. By the way, they did a really good job with Risen. But it doesn't, see, it doesn't have to be another Jesus movie. Certainly not going to repeat what they did with Noah. Oh, oh, vomit. Come on. You 
make the good guys and the bad guys and the bad guys the good guys. Suddenly the Watchers are serving God. They're the reason everything fell apart. Noah's a psychopathic killer. Of course, that makes sense. One baby on the ark, just kill the baby. Abortion. I mean, this is just nonsense. No. You know, but see, some people, they think, all right, as soon as a Christian movie comes out, it has to be really, really Christian. But we have a source of material coming from all the survivors we're working with. I mean, can you imagine oh, some of these stories that we have people telling me, you know, talking about on our radio podcast, being put on the big screen with kingdom of God agenda behind it. Yes. Yet. Yes. It's larger than life. It is. It is. It's larger than life. Yeah. Well, you know, the feature film that we've been talking about. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, that, that's. It's not a Jesus film. <laughs> no, it is not a Jesus film. <laughs> <laughs> but it's revealing, you know, it's, it's revealing the agenda of the enemy. You know, the, the, the Bible does say, be not ignorant of his devices. Mm. And uh, a lot of people are in situations and don't even realize that it's a device of the enemy. Uh, it, it, we want to put that out so that they can see a picture like, whoa, 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 that's what's going on with me. Well, mm-hmm. that's what's happening in my environment. That's what's happening on my job. That's what's happening in my house. That's what's going on with my kids. Mm-hmm. And, and know that this is not something that's normal. Like You just have to accept it. No, you don't have to accept it. <laughs> you do you know, not there, there you know there's there's a way out you know pull pull the covers off of it mm-hmm. put shine the light on it mm. <laughs> that's what that's what you do you shine the light on the dark on the ignorance yes so that it can be seen well they you know what they say in in the end when they when when satan is finally out there before us, it's like that is what deceived that's what deceived the whole world they said this is what it was <laughs> you know that they they built up the enemy to be such this grand thing, mm-hmm. but remember he roars like a lion. He is not a lion. <laughs> he roars like one. He's an imitator. The devil is a really good imposter. <laughs> I mean, he he's, he, he, he's a, right. He's an imposter, an imposter of the power, and the only way he can do anything to you is that you allow it. He has to get your permission. He cheats and for it, but he, he gets it yeah, somehow. He, he, he cheats for it because you have to come into agreement with him. And we usually agree with him because we're ignorant of, any, of, of the other side of it. Mm. And that's why you have to stay up under the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. My people perish because of a lack of knowledge. You know, that, that's one of the things I like to pray every day. Lord, superimpose your knowledge over Ooh. the knowledge that I have. Now, let's talk about superimposition of knowledge. Ooh. Go ahead, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the superimposition of knowledge for a minute. See, as kingdom citizens, we are actually residents of heaven. Oh, come on now. See, Philippians 3.20 says, For you are citizens in heaven, yes. from which we await the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So where do you think you get your genius from? Do you get your genius from the morning bucket of filth that they serve you in the news? No! You get get your genius 
from the bread of life. God is serving you on your breakfast table in heaven, where you are a citizen, where you have been raised up and seated with Christ in heavenly places, where you have God's spirit vitally connected into you and all of the glorious liberties and truths and, and resources of his kingdom. That... That reality, as we open ourselves up to it, can superimpose itself upon us. Suddenly we begin to live out of the resources of heaven. And, you know, I believe that the way God has gifted us, see, our gifts, a man's gifts will make room for him and take him before great men. But those gifts are empowered by the source, which is God. Yes. So as we connect to God, we connect the full expression of those gifts. And that's what we're going to be working with as we get people who are gifted in media. Yes. Ideas that are sourced right. through them from heaven. Right. Kind of exactly. like where we're getting our ideas. Exactly. We're, exactly. we're doing it. Exactly. We're praying every morning. Downloads. Yep. That's what yep. we're... T- <laughs> Folks, we are speaking to you. The downloads today. Yes. 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 We're speaking going forth into the greater. The greater parts of it. And it's... It can be scary, like walking, like Peter walking on water. Hmm. But here's the thing. We, all of us can walk on water if Jesus calls us. <laughs> remember, remember when Peter said, if this be you, yes, let me do it. And Jesus said, come on. So that's, that's the period where you want to hear from God. Like, Lord, I'm, I'm feeling this in my heart mm-hmm. that this is my calling. Mm-hmm. You want me to do this? Then listen for God, listen to God, and then just do what he says. Wow. It'll be, you'll think, I don't see how it's going to happen. I don't, I, I just, you know, how am I going to feed myself, my family? You might think that kind of thing, the limitations. Uh, I had a person say to me, um, I, I went over one of the scripts. They brought a script to me. Mm-hmm. And, they were, and, I was, and I said, you know, um, this part could be more powerful. You need to kind of reshoot this. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you did the other part there was part of it that was really corny and part of it was done really well mm. I said this whole thing can be powerful if you redo this part and then they came to me and said well I don't know if I can get the same people who shot this because that person is somewhere else and I said oh, the fir- but you're not doing what you- the first step the first step is to rewrite that Oh, do what's within your power to do and people always worry about how am I going to get to the end how am I going to get to the end what can you do today by yourself without, without work? You know, can you, if you work, if you do that, see if the Lord will watch, Lord is aware of, if he's aware of every hair on your head, he's aware of every step you take toward Wait him. A so if it's like, well, I, 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 I like to write, but you don't write anything. <laughs> you don't write a poem. You don't write a sentence. Well, you, I, I, I think I'm supposed to write a book about, but you don't write anything. Well, I don't know how to start. Uh, it's called doing it. Doing it. Whoa. Writing one word at a time. You know, the, a book, it's, it's going to take a while. Why are you worrying about how long it's going to take? If you step forward, you'd be surprised that the Holy Spirit will come on you and boom, something will start begin to flow. It'll begin to flow out. It'll begin to flow out. But you don't get started because you're worried about the law. You're worried about way down there where you can't see. Mm-hmm. What about the step right in front of you? Yes. A book is, is one page at a time. A script is one page at a time. Hmm. Uh, 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 a painting is one brush stroke at a time. You, you, all those add up to a finished product. 
See, so people, sometimes when people say, well, you know, I need you to do this. Or, what do you think about doing that? I said, hmm. And if I'm not sure about it, I look at what is to, what is my daily bread today? This is what I need to do today to get to the, before I can go to the next step. I'm not going to worry about the, that part right now, you know, and the Lord will deal with that when that comes. You know, today I have to put one more block on my storyboard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got to go over the script and then pull these elements together and make one more picture of the storyboard so that when I get ready to produce this thing, the producers and my director of photography, see, I'm not worried about who's going to be my director of photography or who, who's going to be the sound guy. How, how am I, how am I going to get original music? Uh, what, 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 what about the paperwork? Well, what about the, what about the insurance on, on the, on the set? What am I worried about being on the set right now? And I don't have, Elements. I won't even have a cast yet, Walter. <laughs> it sounds like this passage. I'm familiar. It says, "Be anxious for, for nothing, nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. The God of all peace will give you the peace which passes all understanding. That will keep your heart and mind by Christ Jesus. And you'd be surprised to find out once you begin to step in the direction. Uh-huh. That he has laid before you, how all things start to fall together around you, mm. because you're taking care of kingdom work. So now he then he begins to take care of the things you were worried about. The thing about building kingdom style <laughs> is that <laughs> God is actually the one building it. He's the one doing it. See, when you build your project, you're the one doing it. So now you're in turmoil, chaos, and toil. But when God is building his, you got to, you just have to exit that thinking, fear-based mentality. Yes. Think, well, God says, this is what I want to do and I need you to do this. What that is, that, see, that's a job assignment for you because your job assignment is part of his project. Yes. Even if you're the pioneer. Right. It takes a lot of load off our shoulders. Yes. I'm not stressed about this. You know, and it's funny. We're talking like this. It actually sounds like we're already building it because we're, it's already we're, built. We're, we're, it's, right. It's already <laughs> built. You're, you're right. You're right. It's coming into manifestation. Yes. Uh, I, well, well, hey, I'll, I'll say it like this. Uh, the, the things I'm looking at while we're putting together this thing for the E-Church, for the first messages. Mm-hmm. The things I'm looking at right now, helping you to, well, the reason why I'm here in Texas I now manifested before my eyes. They were once just in my mind. And then they went up on a, a, a vision board. Right. And now I have actually are touching some of these things. We have $10,000 of equipment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you know, and I, and I wasn't expecting. I mean, to me, it just came out of nowhere. I mean, because, you know, you're just sitting there every day. Yeah, but thank you, Lord, for this. And thank you, Lord. And I see it. And I'm, I, I decree it. And I see it, And you're praying. And it's like, yes, Lord, I believe. I received in the name of Jesus. And then, and all of a sudden, the Lord, the Lord said a deadline, didn't he? he did. <laughs> April 1st. Oh, man. And it's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> then all of a sudden, here, here go the scary part. I mean, the, the, it's, it's fun excitement. It's, uh-huh. it's like... Uh-huh. Uh, if you want, if you like an adrenaline rush, mm. this is this is this is the path to go in, and it does not take long. We, all, you know, sometimes people don't go into it because they think it takes forever. Mm. It doesn't. It does not take long. It does take 
relationship. It does take you going before the throne of God every day. It does take you talking to him so that he can talk to you. You have to be sensitive to him to get the instructions so that you are a success and not a failure at it. You can't do it without him. Don't try it. Oh, you know, and he does not expect you to do it by yourself. No, he doesn't want you to do it by yourself. I mean, no more than we can save ourselves. <laughs> hey, that, now, now we're going to touch on grace. Let's see, that's the thing, though. It's God's ability. It's God's ability that's doing And, you know, I mean, kingdom really sets you free. Walter, I mean, what was it, the other board meeting we had? We already are pricing satellites. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, why, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why stop at a media studio and other people's I know, I venues? Know. It sounds, he said he can do above what we can ask or think. So he, he invites us to use our imagination. Think big. I mean, put set the bar. Why? Why not set the? What? What? What can? What can it hurt to set the bar high and dream? You. You know. I. I don't. I forget. There was somebody. I think it was John Paul Jackson who was talking about the amount. A big section of the Bible was about dreams, and you, you know, in the Bible, dreams really meant something. Hmm. I mean, they were taken seriously. Hmm. I mean, when Joseph told his dream to his brothers, they. They. It was. It was serious business. And yes. if you read it, notice Joseph did not interpret to them what the dream meant. He just told them what the dream was. The brothers interpreted what it meant about Joseph's life and decided to kill him for it. You, you, you know, they, they knew the dream language of God was serious business. And it, it's a shame that Sigmund Freud and, and Jung have come along and have t- taken that and, and made it something Oh, yeah. He made a mess out of it. Oh, and yeah. God still talks to his people in dreams and visions. Yes, he does. He still does. And then we, somebody say, oh, I think it was something I ate. <laughs> it was something. No, no. It, it, God, he says, I talk to them. So when they sleep and slumber upon their pillow, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's, he's talking to you. You know, you get warnings and things like that. You know, they don't, don't shrug it off. God is trying to say something to you. It's time to pray. And, and here's the thing uh, for those who, are, who do have dreams out there. And you sometimes you having a you think it's a bad dream and you go into terror. Remember, God always gives you a dream because it, uh, it's, if it's a warning, that means it hasn't happened and it can be stopped. Come to Him. It's time to get on your knees and pray so that He can protect you. You know, uh, that's one of the things my mom used to tell me when I was younger. She, used to, she, used to, my mom used to have dreams about me when I was out yeah. there messing up, oh. and then she would tell me. She said, "You know, son, it doesn't mean that this has happened to you." This means come under the umbrella now, <laughs> you know, or come and get, get before him right now because he's telling, he's one, he said the Holy Spirit will show you things to come. Oh, yes. <laughs> so yes. it's a warning, not a manifestation. Sometimes we're like, oh, I dream this is going to happen. I dreams about death or whatever it was. It, is, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. It means there's a time to, there's a chance to prevent this from happening. Or sometimes he'll give you the dream of, of something great. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I had this dream that I was doing this and I was doing that. And That'll never happen to me. No. no. You He's know showing you that the door is open. And, and that's another thing. When the Lord gives you an insp- a dream of inspiration, mm-hmm. it means the windows of heaven is open for that. It's time to press in while the, the, in the timing of the Lord because that window is open and he has the resources to bring it to pass. It's waiting on you. The Bible says that the Lord does nothing except he tell his servants, the prophets. You know why? 
Because when man vocalizes a thing, it is able to be established in the earth because God gave dominion on this plane to man. The reason why God could only bring salvation through a man is because only by coming as a man did he have the authority to bring salvation to man. That is why Jesus was fully God and fully man. There's no other way to do it. Right. And so Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. Right. The thing is, though, when God gives us a dream, when he gives us a vision or a warning, you can't park it on the back seat of bad pizza you know you have to take that and begin to speak to it and act on it walter you're like god gives us a vision for the media studio we can't just park it we got to speak to it we got to talk to it we got to nurture it we got to declare it we got to decree it. that's our responsibility right and if we don't somebody else will get it god is going to he's going to get his done god is going to get his agenda done mm. But you just want to be, you don't want to be the one that he passes on because you were slow to move. He told Esther, if it is not by you, God will find another way to deliver his yeah. people. But you can be yeah. point man. It is another Abraham thing. actually did what his father was supposed to have done. Oh. <laughs> his father was supposed to have done what Abraham did, but his father didn't. He's, he, he camped so out. He had, to, he had to use his son. In, in, in the book of Jonah, Jonah is given a prophetic warning. He said, yet, what I believe, three days, you're all going to die. Judgment will be upon Nineveh. And the people, they repented with ashes and uh, sackcloth. God said, I'm impressed. I will push back the judgment some I don't know, 40 mm -hmm. years. I mean, a whole generation the judgment was pushed back. It was there was a shift in the spirit that was that was engaged because of corporate repentance. That that word of warning is a word that is intended to be acted upon, or that word of vision is a word that's intended to be acted upon. You mm -hmm. can't just let it sit. That that's one of the mysteries. That's one of the keys of the kingdom. Yes. Whatever you ask, believing you receive it, you will have it. The fervent prayer of a righteous man avails. It's the power of prayer to decree things, to speak things in accordance with the word of God. Not only what's written in the Bible, but what he has personally spoken to each one of us through his spirit. And this is the time of shifting. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is the time where things are shifting and you want to be under the shadow of the almighty. Yes. While it's shifting. Yes. You know, they're, they're all they're talking about is the end of the world. Apocalypse, apocalypse ahead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's coming. The end of the world. Is being, no. Well, when, in Egypt, there was curses that came on Egypt, but it did not touch the children of God. And they were neighbors. Yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. Goshen was blessed. Goshen was blessed. <laughs> how, how can... How can uh, locusts come and eat up one field and don't touch another one. How can all the cattle die over here? And these cattle and those and they cattle live, and they're in the same place. Isaac sowed in the year of famine. Walter, mm. Isaac sowed in the year of famine. The Bible says he reaped a hundredfold. He was under the shadow of the Almighty. God will do something spectacular. So I know a lot of people are looking at what's happening with the politics and who's going to be president and 
oh, what, what's the violence in the world? And, you know, like I'm in Chicago, so, you know, the, what the police are doing all over the place. But, and it, but we got to realize that, you know, don't look at that and let our hearts drop. Mm. Because that, our, our land is blessed. We're, we're protected. In the, in, in, under God, we are protected. In the kingdom, we are protected. It doesn't matter what's going on with the judgment of the world. <laughs> Let's talk about debt for a minute here, though, Walter. Because mm. sometimes, you know, get a vision like, well, how, how, how soon can I get to the bank? Take out a fat loan that I may or may not be able to pay back ever. Build the vision of God. We, we, we're trying to do things a little different. Right. Somehow, Walter, I think it's possible that we can actually build the media studio. Build the vision debt free. I believe so, too. And I believe for me on my end, I believe it's fulfilling the daily bread that he's giving you every day going mm-hmm. toward it. You know, uh, you think about what a media studio, what is, what's it going to cost? What's it going to cost for to do this? What's it going to cost to do that? I t- uh, each day I tend to try and take care of something that is set before me right now. And because God, why, why would God give you anything and you're not ready for it? You know, let's say God wants you, you know, maybe you have, maybe you have a dream that, you know, uh, I'm really feeling like I'm supposed to uh, start a business in, Australia. Let's say that you really you live in. <laughs> I might do it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you got to be careful with that like, one. You might speak that one into existence, Walter. No, there's something about. But, uh, there's something special just, about Australia. Just for just for, oh, uh, just for example. Yes, yes. yes. Maybe I'm speaking to somebody. I don't know. And they're like, well, yeah. And I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's going to cost all this money to have a business, and I don't even know what. Well, what's the simplest thing you could do? Mm. Do you have a passport? If you have a dream to go someplace that's across seas and you don't you're, you're th- think about the small things first mm-hmm. prepare preparation if you had this let's just say this is just a scenario I'm just using my imagination but I, I, I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I can get a passport right now then when you get that passport mm. that divine appointment happens to give you the resources for the next step. But he's not going to do it if you are not prepared to even do that. You know, because a lot of times we don't we don't want to take the little simple step. It's like, oh, that's too simple. That's you know, we overlook that. Or back to when I was telling telling her about uh, uh the script, the lady I was talking to. Said so you, you you're you're worrying about the production end of it and you don't even have a script ready. You know, you're worried about what do you, what do you, you know, you don't have a product to even walk into that door yet. What I can't do, you, you know, he said, I, I need something to get into that door and I don't have cameras and things like that. Do you have a, do you have a iPhone? So do you know you can make a film with an iPhone these days? I believe you can do it. <laughs> they have 4K cameras on those bad yeah. boys. Yeah, there's no excuse. Do something. You know, and, the, and, and by you, by, he said, what did he say? Faith without works is dead. Yes. Faith ain't just sitting there waiting for it to just blow in your lap. You got to do something, mm. whatever little bit it is, one step at a time. 
Because you'll you'll find out in in about a week or two weeks you're a lot further along than you were two weeks ago when you had nothing on the table. Walter, I believe that this media studio is not going to go up only. It's going to go up. It's going to attract talent from all over. Excellence. I believe that we are going to tap into an international market on day one and that we're going to do it debt-free. I <laughs> think it's possible. Not only do I think it's possible, I, I really don't plan to build it any other way. You got to say, someone approached me, well, Daniel, we'll let you borrow a million dollars at 15% interest, payable, 40 years. I will say no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I pass. Well, but your vision is great. How else are you going to get the money? <laughs> do you know who I work for? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. A million dollars is not enough to build. (laughs) No, it's not even enough. That's the thing, you know. (laughs) God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He said, this is the same, my same opinion on the E-Church, you know. We we didn't even raise a whole $50,000 last year through the Bride Ministries. And realistically, uh, we're looking to raise almost our entire budget a whole last year what we raised in one month to execute the church god is really stretching our faith my faith you know i I see the books i I know where things are at and i'm like well god you know that that's that's like a big jump april 1st yeah remember he said april 1st we was like oh oh my gosh how are we going to do that one day at a time (laughs) (laughs) we're just going to have to lay it out and get it done so we went and bought the equipment debt free we went and Made the first installment on the uh, web designers. Yeah. We're still not in debt. Right. And we're going to keep building. And somehow it's going to be there because I work for a very rich daddy. Yeah. Our dad is so rich. He paved in streets as gold. I mean, he paved his streets in gold. Why would anybody pave their streets in gold? I sometimes make a joke in my discipleship course just to get everyone ticked off in the grace class. How rich is God? I said, if I paved my driveway in gold, how would you feel about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not happy. I get a lot of mean mugs on that one, usually, right? Especially from, you know, certain groups. But the thing is, God already paved his streets in gold. Uh, yeah, is it a waste of resources? Probably on this route. But when I'm, this the principle of how do we view how wealthy God is and how do we see ourselves as his children? Mm-hmm. Can God fund the e-church when it's going to shift our whole ability to raise funds? You know, like it, it, it's not logical growth. This is supernatural growth that's required. Right. Do I, do I believe that God can do it? Do I believe that God can provide us multi-millions of dollars to build a media studio equipped with the facilities necessary to produce A-type films? Oh, yes. And oh, the answer yes. is yes. Yes. We're going yeah. to do it. Top of the line. Top of the line. Yeah. And, and of course, we're looking for people to sow in, into the vision. Uh, and I'm I'm here now, sowing into the ministry with my time and my talent. Yes, you are. This this is this is a this is a work unto the Lord because he is he is taking care of me. And it's it's funny the Lord works out the timing because this <laughs> is a period of time where I usually have a lot more jobs. And it's like when he said this is time for you to go, that whole this whole span of the calendar empty. <laughs> and and it's like wow, how cool is this? And in the meantime, while I'm here, I'm learning so much. 
there's some softwares that I'm learning about right now. The Lord wanted me to look at, and they were they they were so how can I say uh, oh intimidating. <laughs> I don't think I can learn that. And I'm I'm not kidding, Daniel. This morning, mm-hmm. flowing. Wow. I'm like, okay, I'm actually doing this. I am actually, <laughs> I'm actually creating with this stuff. It's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> here, here we go. Uh, you, you know, and, and I know because we, we pray. I, I, I pray for Lord superimpose heavenly knowledge with what I know. Mm-hmm. I can only do this if you empower me to do it. You know, I, I, I submit as a branch in the true vine. Let your life force flow through me so that I can bear good fruit in the earth realm Amen. for the kingdom. Hmm. So he, so boom. So now all of a sudden things are starting to click. It's like, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm doing this. I'm actually doing this. You know, it's almost like riding a bike, you know, like, no, oh, I'm wobbly. I'm wobbly. I'm still wobbly, you know, mm-hmm. but we're, but there are people out there, you know, I, cause I don't, I'm not, I'm not looking to do all this stuff by myself. I'm looking for other folks who there, I'm sure there are folks who are using these programs. It's just like second nature to them. Sure. Because the Lord has empowered them with a gifting mm. for them to just take to it like water. And, and, and there that's kingdom right there. Gifts and calling gifts and calling come without repentance. So God gives you a gift. Yes. And he will enhance that gift. If you, if you give it back to him, <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> Walter. And then he, when you give it back to him, then he multiplies yes. it in you. Yes. Ha! Yes. And you start to do stuff you never thought you could do before. It's like, whoa, 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 how, how, how is this? You know, last year I was, you know, you will start looking back. It's like, I, I remember one time I thought I would never have, be able to do what I'm doing right now. See that's that's the thing. What's the what's the gift that's rolled up in you? Start seeking him with it. And, and sometimes the de- the enemy is going to speak languages like you don't have enough time. Uh, you're too young. You're too old. Uh, you, you 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 what you gonna do about a job? If you 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 don't have to quit your job to get started. God will make a way. And then you you never know. He probably will give you that voice that I want you to go right now. Mm. Move, move on it because you're going to be taken care of. Mm. God is still in the, in the, in the, in, in the business of miracles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things mm-hmm. are still happening. You know, people are still praying for folks and limbs are growing. Yes. He, he, people, eyes, blind eyes are seeing, Walter, deaf ears are hearing. Implants are coming out of people's bodies. Implants are coming out of people's we bodies. We have the pictures. Ah. Miracles. He certainly can exploit your gifts in you. It is wherever you are, you can do it. The thing about it is, if you say you can't do it, actually you're right because that's what you believe. But if you say, yes, I can, I don't know how, then you can because God knows how. Oh, (laughs) I love that. God, God knows how. Walter, man, it's been a great program. Oh, this has been really good. Folks. This is the thing. We are building. We, I've, I've said this a, a number of times. I don't repeat it all the time. But what you need to understand is that Bride Ministries as a nonprofit organization is only one tool that I am using to 
build towards a vision. Many other tools are going to come into that. And they're not even going to be under necessarily under the umbrella of Bride Ministries as a nonprofit organization. You know, we, we still haven't completely even figured out how the media studio fits into this. Is it nonprofit? Is it for profit? Is it? Well, we don't really know. But uh, we're declaring the vision, and it's it's not just going to be the media studio. It's just, we're going for the DID Coaching School too. Yeah. We got the E Church. We plan to expand into other. May, dare I say pillars of society as well? Yes. <laughs> There's stuff on the back burner y'all have never even heard me mention. <laughs> but as <sighs> you know, as as we get more ability to articulate some of these things, they're going to be coming out as well. The the, the, t- the takeaway though is that one way or another, we, we are partnering with God's kingdom agenda. Some of you are going to help us, and for those of you that are listening, because I know there's going to be some of you. Get fired up. What can I do now? <laughs> don't 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 leave this world with that gift and have never used it. Oh. There was there was one uh thing that was in one of the teachings Miles Monroe gave where he was going to, to speak and he walked past the graveyard that was near the church and the Lord said to him, None of these people have ever lived. And he said, What do you mean, Lord? This is the graveyard. They, I mean they they had to have lived. Said no, they 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 never lived. None of them ever fulfilled their purpose. So they they never really lived. Their gifts died with them. Whatever it was, whether it was books, whether it was art, whether it was dancing, acting, whether it was producing, whether it was building a business, you know, whether it was a manufacturing or 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 patenting or an invention, they died with it. They never pursued it. Either from fear, usually it's fear. Mm-hmm. Usually it's fear that will keep you from doing whatever it is that you're designed to do because the, because the enemy does not want you to fulfill that that was which is within you because it is a threat to his kingdom. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm just going to say this, folks, we we don't have the whole map on the media studio yet. We have a we have a business plan. Um, we have a list of how we will get started. We're taking se- we're just taking steps. We're, we're going to produce the pilot of this program. Um, that that will be this year, and probably in the next several months, shortly after the launch of the E Church. Uh, we are just going to keep taking steps until one day something big opens up, and when it does, we'll be ready to walk through that door because we'll have the price list. We'll have exactly the kind of people that we need to pull in on board. We're gonna, you know, if if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I so want to be a part of that. And I think I know a way I can. You can actually just email us through bridemovement.com. I'm going to talk to my secretary, Nikki. Wonderful. She is going to log your name and information that you send us about your skill set, your gift, and you know anything you want to say about why you think God may have been leading you to get in touch with us so, so we can track with you. you know, who knows what the Lord is going to pull out of that? You, you can reach out to us. You know, Right now, we're casting the net. Uh, is <laughs> bound to be a fish that jumps in. So, you know, it, it's not like this is designed just to fall on deaf ears and, you know, come and go. I think this may begin something. Some of you out there like, wow, I, I'm going to, I'm going to write in bridemovement.com, let you know I'm out here, let you know what my gifts are. And at the right time, we may reach out and say, hey, you know, we're looking for someone exactly like you. Uh, for the others of you that say, man, I just want to help out any way I can. Well, 
you can help us build this e-church. I mean, we believe it's already funded. But is it in the natural? Well, not 100%. Not yet. No, we're just walking this out by faith, decreeing it every morning. It will be there. The, the funding was going to come in. There's going to be a huge influx because God is orchestrating the building and advancement of his kingdom. And we're part of it. So, Walter, before I close this program out, do you, do you have any final words? Uh, the best thing I can say is uh -huh. go within yourself and imagine. Use the imagination that God gave you to see yourself in the place you want to be. Wow. That's free. It doesn't take anything for you to sit and write down the vision you have for yourself. Mm -hmm. No matter how impossible it seems, you know, like people will say it never happened, but you know what? This is really what I love to do. If I, if I had a billion dollars, I'd quit my job and do this. <laughs> write that down. And, yeah. and then now you, if you've never done it before, or even if you have that, whatever's coming out of your heart, out of your spirit is a key. Mm. There's a key right there and begin to look at that and pray on that. Put it up on the wall somewhere and start to envision it happening. Start to put things around it. Well, I would, if I, if I had the money to build it or put it together, I would have this, this, and this, and I would probably put it in, in this kind of thing, or I would make it like that. You put down the ideas and then put it up on the wall and pray to God and say, well, Lord, I'm acknowledging you with this that's within me. You said in all my ways acknowledge you and you would direct my path. A lot of people will take that scripture and they, that means you're just waiting for God to tell you to something, to tell you something. You know, they, you, I, well, he said, all your ways acknowledge him. He'll direct my path. You're sitting back and you're waiting and God ain't saying nothing. But you're not acknowledging him about your ways, hmm. about what's within you. Hmm. What is your desire? He said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. He's put those desires in you. You didn't just come up with this gift yourself. He built and designed you to be that way and to like that particular thing. I, you know, I like science. I'm not, I'm not talking about myself, but you might say, I like, you know, I, I, I'm really interested in uh, biology. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I really like the study of this or that or whatever it is. You know, look into it. I know a person, a friend of mine, she was an artist. Mm hmm and she began to draw, uh, they have, the, you know, the artists who draw in the biology books. They, sh they, they show you the, the nerve endings and where the capillaries are, and they put them in the medical books. She did all that drawing, and then she had to learn all what those things were. And she said, you know what? I, I, I might as well be a doctor. And she became a doctor. You'd be surprised at the path the Lord will lead you on. Remember he said, he said all your ways acknowledge me, I will direct your path. It might be a little different than what you're imagining. But this was an artist. And, it's, and we went to the same school together. I was an artist and she was an artist. But now she's a doctor <laughs> from being an artist. Look at the path that she was led on. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be a little different. See, that's what I was saying. You know, God just wants you to come to him or whatever it is that's in your heart. He's going. He's the designer of who you are. Wow. Follow it, and then it will, it will begin to flow. 
That's what he wants you is in flow. Remember, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. If if your yoke is hard on you right now, then that's not where you're supposed to be. Ooh. If life is hard right now, you're barely making it. Well, that's because God is not funding that agenda. God is not blessing that agenda like that. You need to come to him with whatever it is that's, that it is. You know, you know, stop chasing the dollar. Well, I got to make money. I got to make money. God is God is not really in that he will bless you and he'll begin to bless you as you pursue who you are <laughs> but in the pursuing he's going to grow you up and move you into new territory he, he's, he's constantly evolving us like that growing us up making us more mature refining us you know we're, we're like diamonds in his sight and we have many facets and so, he, you know, we think that every time you think you're cut by life, what he's doing is he's he's chipping off another part of you to make you shine. Every time you cut a diamond the right way, it shines brighter. Mm. So we take the hardships of life. And this is another thing. Here's here's a clue. When the things are coming against you, pursuing your dream, this is a clear it's a, it's probably a clear message that the enemy is trying to keep you from that breakthrough. Yes. See, there's a breakthrough happening. There's a, something to break through too, and it's his thing. He's got to stop you, mm. because mm. if he doesn't, you won't ever be able to be stopped. <laughs> he won't be able to hold you back if you get to where you are supposed to be, because it'll be like, oh snap! It'll, something to trigger off in you is like, oh snap! I never thought this existed. For me, <laughs> that's dangerous. Remember, he's the prince of ignorance. He sees who you are. He's, he can see the light on your spirit. He's in the spirit realm. He sees the gifting on you. And so he understands when the knowledge of God is on you. He sees the angels that are around you that you don't see. Uh, he sees when, they, he's, when you've been praying and you've been meditating on the word. All of a sudden, two more of them has showed up on your left and on your right side. A thousand that you, a thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand on my right hand, but no hurt, harm, or danger should come near. He sees the hedge of protection growing around you, like uh oh, uh oh. But they don't know this about <laughs> them. They <laughs> don't see that. <laughs> okay, so then he begins to whisper the doubt and the disbelief in your ear to make you think you can't do it against what the word of God has said for you to do. Like I, I, I can't, I'm gonna be able to do that. And he'll send it through people. He'll send it through relatives and friends. And associates, because remember, nobody that you don't know can't come and tell you anything and it affects you. If a stranger on the street just come up to me and say, you are, you'll never be nothing in life. <laughs> like, who, 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 who is this person? But if your best friend mm -hmm. or your mom mm -hmm. or your brother comes and tells you something, you're stupid, you're, you're this, you're that. See, the enemy can only stick a knife in you if he's next to you. He can't do it if he's across the street. He's got to cross the street and get close to you. It's the people closest to you. You got to watch that because they're going to be the ones that the enemy is speaking to them. And he'll put little, little things in their mind, either jealousy or, or things like that or whatever it is to discourage you because he has to use people to speak through just like God uses people to speak through. <laughs> so don't be discouraged by people. Usually if they tell you you can't do something, then it's probably the enemy seeing on you who you are. Because remember, he even he, he does it to everybody. He did it to Jesus. He's definitely going to do it to you. He told Jesus, if you be the son of God, 
<laughs> and God just got through saying, "You, he, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. But when the temptation came, he got his identity got challenged. <laughs> Notice Jesus didn't say, well, God, God said, I'm his son in whom he well pleased. He didn't, he didn't go there. Mm. He, he stayed with the word. Wow. He stayed with the word. Every time the enemy said something to him, he stayed with the word. And remember, the enemy knew what the purpose of God was there for because he offered him a temptation as a shortcut. Well, look, I got all, I own all this stuff. It was given to me. I give it to who I will. Bow down and worship me. He, 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 he already knew what God, Jesus' purpose was. Notice that in that particular altercation. He first, he tried him out on his flesh. He said, you know, you know do a miracle. Because Jesus, remember, Jesus ain't never did no miracle before. Turn these stones into bread then. Supposed to be able to do miracles. <laughs> then he lied to him. He said, then he lied to him. He tried to get him, get him to kill himself early. He said, throw yourself down from here. The angels will catch you. Well, you know, Jesus knew that nobody could take his life. He had to lay it down. And, and that was a lie. <laughs> he didn't say, throw, if you throw yourself down. <laughs> it said if you happen to do it by if you have to make an accident he'll save you mm. but I'm mean, just gonna jump off the cliff no that was a lie then he finally went to him about his purpose all right well I know what you're here for mm-hmm. I'll get it to you quick and that and that is that has what's happened to so many of the great entertainers is is the quick the quick money but Ooh. you you want to be owned for the quick money now, how many times we've seen celebrities who are not happy with this situation, mm-hmm. but they got all that money? Mm-hmm. How many times we've heard? I've heard what we, particular rapper, probably all y'all know, who say, "I sold my soul to the devil. I know it was a crappy deal, but at least I got a few toys like a Happy Meal." <laughs> you know, they they're already selling out for the, for the cash, like that. But their gifting came from God. Their gifting came to. Uh, to to uh, raise the kingdom, to bring to, to draw the kingdom, to draw people into the kingdom. See, that is our purpose. What you, what you say, in the kingdom? Oh my God, ah, we are kings and priests. We reign and we rule. Um, and your gift in you is that is that thing that you seed back to the Lord, and then He multiplies it through you. Walter, that is one of the most. Ex- Extensive final words I've ever received on this program. <laughs> Outstanding, my friend. Outstanding. Well, folks, that's the program today. You've been listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. God bless and Godspeed. Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall is the premier radio program designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program has been a production of Bride Ministries. You can find us at www.bridemovement.com At our website, you can contact us, access resources, and support us with donations. We need partners in order to continue to produce our vision, which is to promote unity in the body of Christ worldwide and assist in the creation and development of sheep nations. Partner with us, and be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Until next time, God bless 
and Godspeed.